0: Before we kick this show off, let's hear a word from our sponsors. So it's been a full season for the Under Pressure Outdoors crew in the Hasmore Outdoor Products Silent Seat. And let me tell you, they're worth every penny. And here are some reasons why. Number one, you can't beat the comfort level. Number two, they don't hold in moisture like rain or sweat. Number three, they completely fold out of the way when you stand up, giving you a full range of motion in your climber. And number four, they cut down on your setup and breakdown times dramatically. Don't just take our award for it. Use offer code UPO15 and get 15% off your silent seat and many other US made accessories for your climber today. You can find Hasmore Outdoor Products on Facebook and Hasmore.net. That's H A Z M O R E.net and in the link in this podcast description. I'm your host, Will Krebs, and this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. You remember the first time Jake came in here and he just kind of sat quietly off in the corner for like 30 minutes while we all talked and then finally chimed in. He's like, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) That was when uh, we figured out that Jake had the coldest beer on earth. At that point in time, yeah. That was was that night.
2: Yeah. Was it
1: that? What'd you do, put your cooler in the freezer and shit too prior to?
2: Yeah, but... You know, it also really helped. It was like forty six degrees that night too. So. <laughs> it wasn't really me. It was it was the weather outside.
0: No, but then we went out to the uh, did a small game hunt in Ocala, and it was still ice cold. Drinking yeah. ice out of the top of it. Yeah, that's true. That was cold that time. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the trick is though is, is to freeze the cooler. Well, that's what we did. So before yeah. we before we left for the Swanee trip, we put ice in the coolers to chill the coolers, and then put the drinks in. Put the drinks obviously in the fridge so they were cold before they ever went into the cooler. <laughs> put the drinks in, poured ice back on top, and then close the coolers and didn't drink out of them Tuesday night.
1: We also, yeah. I also started putting uh, like ice packs. Oh yeah, put big in, the ice in the bottom of my cooler, dude. The, I mean, even by the end of the Swanee trip, some of my ice packs were still rock solid.
2: Yeah, but you know, if you use bigger ice cubes, they'll last longer. Also, yeah, yeah. like if you had a one pound block of ice versus one pound of cubed ice it's gonna last a lot longer
0: yeah but how do you fit a one pound
2: block of ice around all that beer well you don't that's what sucks <laughs> yeah
1: i I'll tell you what i used to do when i was working out of town uh i always kept a thing of salt on me and i would throw salt over the top of the ice and it all freezes into one block but how do you get your beer off from underneath it you you break it up with a hammer yeah
0: <laughs> yeah how many beers did you puncture trying to do that none none i busted one beer trying to close the lid on the cooler I remember I that. It, yeah, It was so full of beer. Did nice. you say
1: a prayer for it after? I did. Yeah. I did.
0: You should. Fallen soldier. You have to. One for the homies. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> Good
0: Lord. How uh, much
1: beer salt did you use this year, Jake?
2: I, I brought three, and I didn't even go through a whole one. Because the first one got wet, and then we just forgot about it after that. But I did go through a whole lot of that Cajun seasoning.
1: Oh, yeah, that redfish seasoning. <laughs> yeah, that was good
2: stuff.
1: <laughs> Dude, that Cajun. We were talking about beer salt. Redfish seasoning. Redfish seasoning. Yeah, oh, that, got, that got gone. Yeah. I've, we owe Steve another bottle.
2: I don't know what this wee thing is. You're the one that borrowed it from him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't borrow it from him. I just asked him to use it, and then he never asked for it back. So you okay, stole so it. It's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on me, I guess.
3: Mm.
1: Oh, but man, I mean, this year was our biggest it, trip. It's our third year hosting it,
0: and I definitely think that this, is, this has by far been the biggest trip. I had a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Uh, I found uh, Gordon on Facebook. We're Facebook friends now. Oh, Gordon from the River? Yeah, Gordon from yeah. the River. <laughs> Oh, I also found Ben, uh, the cook and, um, uh, oh, for the life of me, I can't remember Andy. his name, Andy, Andy, the, the, the kayak Andy. yeah, and the cool kayak. Yeah.
2: The guy that ended up, how I got the name Chris Staple Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I was
0: telling my wife about that and she's like, but he doesn't even look like Chris Stapleton. I was like, it's it's the beard and the long it, hair. It's the beard and the hair. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the
2: first time I've got it, but I look. I wish I looked like him. You could have <laughs> you could have
0: fooled everything, everybody at that spring though. <laughs> he, yeah. I tell you, when we got up there, Andy, when we were walking out the one uh, the one spring with the big diving platform, Andy was like, "Where's Chris Stapleton?" at? I was like, Chris, "What are you talking about?" He's like. The guy with the long hair and the beard. is like, oh, Jake. He's like, yeah, Chris Stapleton. I was like, they went past. They're down the road. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. He's like, I was going to come find him and say real loud, oh, Chris
1: Stapleton, going to have your autograph? He's like, I was going to get him bum-rushed out here in this park. <laughs> <laughs> you would have, too. There was enough meth in that park right there that nobody would believe it. <laughs>
0: I asked Chris when we were leaving, I said, Chris, I said, how many felonies you think are walking around here? He said, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But like you said in that short video you posted, that's a trip that takes 20 guys or so from a bunch of different backgrounds, and we're all just great friends afterwards
1: that's yeah, so why I said. It's a trip that turns friends into family.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, this is my second trip, and I feel a lot closer with everybody this year than I did after last year.
1: I <sighs> think this year, I, I I don't know, intimate. That was a water, too. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that intimate's the right word, but I think this year was a, a more intimate trip.
0: I, I would say that that is the right word.
1: Yeah. I would. That we actually got stuck on
0: the river. I don't know how that went at Adams Track, but when they got to the Adams Track camp, but at Peacock Slow, most of us, all of us, got stuck in camps outside the Little River camps. And I didn't even realize there were like camping spots you could go up there. Yeah, yeah. The the primitive camps were Sid and, Sid yeah. and Chris, right? Yeah, I
2: didn't know those were there. I didn't see them last year. Dude, I wonder. But if I, I never, never wandered wanted-
0: around there either. I wonder well, if every I one of them that has. Direction last year, I didn't make it very far. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> My wandering last year at Peacock Slough consisted mostly of the other side of the river. Yeah, we did, <laughs> we did the beer run, uh,
1: bro. We pulled like this year because you know it was daylight, and last year I was ten ways a Sunday by the time we made it to that <laughs> to that camp. But we pulled up this year, and I was like, "Oh, there's houses like
0: right that." There. House wasn't there. Well.
1: The camper. There was a camper yeah. under a pole barn. Yeah, 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 I was like, I thought y'all walked like 10 miles just to find a house, and William's like, no.
0: Right across the river, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did walk up into somebody's camp, though. They were staying in like campers.
1: Yeah. I thought y'all walked like, forever, though. I didn't realize y'all walked like, you know, up the riverbank and then four or 500 yards. Yeah, that giant log cabin they were building obviously wasn't there
0: last year. That was just no. open field.
1: At least we got serenaded by mariachi music in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good but, way to
1: hit the river. Ha, even even knowing
0: now that those uh, primitive campsites were there, I don't, still don't think I would have carried all my crap up the hill. I was perfectly fine with sleeping right there in the trees next to the... I kind of preferred it. I slept
2: better. The, the two nights we slept on the river, I got
0: great sleep
2: those two nights.
1: But, oh, uh, dude. I slept just... jam up that night to, I on do... the riverbank.
0: Yeah. I do like the river camps. But I think you're right, I do. I do sleep better out there in the woods than... You just kind of hear
2: everything, and there's yeah. a little louder down there. Less Birds emotion. echo a little bit better. <laughs> yeah,
0: But, I don't know, man. All in all, it's pretty fun. And as per usual, just as the last two years and the first day, the Swanee claimed her victim.
2: Yes,
3: yeah. it did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it yeah.
1: did. Justin threw the canoe away.
2: Did he? After I hauled it 150 miles on top of my car, he threw it away at the first stop. I said, like, why didn't you just give it to the outfitters if you were going to throw it away?
1: <laughs> or me. I told him, or I was give like, it back to Jordan. Yeah. I was like, let me get that thing if you're not going to keep it. No, I'm going to fix it. It's going to be the battle wagon next year. What a baby.
2: I, well, I knew he wasn't going to fix it as soon as it started sinking. I knew he wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <with it. laughs>
0: I'm going down the river after that, and the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald comes on my on the Bluetooth speaker. I'm like, probably shouldn't play that while we're going down the river. I switch yeah. to the next one.
2: And then and Matt he says, I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but I ain't seen no water coming in this canoe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, before we dive any further into this, we're like, this is no shit. Your last chance to buy your crawfish bowl tickets yeah when this comes out do it. the crawfish bowl is this
1: saturday may 20th believe it or not when this comes out the gentleman that's going to get the crawfish is already will already be on his way to mississippi to hang out with family before he goes to get the crawfish
0: if you're listening to it on monday if you're listening yeah. to it on friday he's coming back with 1500 pounds of crawfish in an enclosed trailer yeah for us to boil up and you can have your all you can eat feast with twenty thousand dollars plus plus and raffles.
1: If you listening to this on Friday, our trailer is either headed down or is already here. Our trailer that can cook 600 pounds of crawfish at one time not ours, but the one that we're, one we're using yeah. getting lended.
2: 600 pounds of crawfish cooked in a trailer, it's like, it's a, like food a
1: food truck big pot trailer. trailer? Like it's a like a box trailer, you know, how like they do the smokers where some of the like the sides cut out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those cooks oh, six hundred pounds cool at percent. a time. It's like a food truck for boiling crawfish.
2: Six hundred pounds of crawfish. Those are like crawfish yeah. at one time. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have a lull out there to pick the pick the basket out of it. There's a winch <laughs> inside, <laughs> inside the trailer. Out, There's a winch
0: in the trailer to get the basket out. <laughs> Funny you say that.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got quite. Sponsored by but... Harbor Freight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least it would be if it was my trailer,
0: right? But uh, and then after that, man, the events die off. We get a little bit of a break until next year for a few months later this year. Like I said, a few
1: months. I was gonna say, dude, we need a break after everything we've gone through to plan this. But the crazy thing is, the events die off, but our planning starts right back up because as soon as the crawfish bowl cool is over. We're going to start again planning for next year. We have found out this year, it got so big this year that we were like, we have to, as soon as it ends, we have to start planning for next year.
0: That, and then planning the
1: crawfish ball for next
0: year. We've got to get the Swanee River trip planned out again it's, for next year. we got small game hunts that we're going to plan out for next year. And the small all, game hunts are going to spread out quite a bit this year.
2: Really?
1: Oh, that's, we're going, point, we're, we're, the, the goal for this upcoming year small game hunts is to well we talked at least one out of state
0: we're going up to south georgia uh if you want to go it's it's like a three hour three hour and 30 minute ride up there where we're going and uh inside there's a big primitive campground beautiful beautiful place was where me and jordan went and duck hunted up around that area last year we'll try and line it up with duck season with the end of duck season, so we can still you can still do some duck hunting in the WMA, and uh but the small game hunting up there is good. The area is beautiful, and that's really going to be tentative on water levels, because if the river is like fifteen feet over its banks, the camp won't... will be in water. <laughs> well, the camp is as all has always been dry, oh. but getting to the camp, you're going to have to drive through like three feet of water. No, so, to yeah, the camp. It's...
1: There's only, no, not three feet. There's one <clears throat> shallower spot before you get to the camp. Right after the camp is where it gets deep. Okay, so the year that I was there when Jordan hadn't come, when the river did get up to
0: 15 feet, the shallower spot he's referring to is about three feet deep.
1: Yeah, the spot I drove, yeah, was I it the year you, the year after? The river right. was
0: down because you guys drove through the next hole.
1: Yeah, but was it the year after, right? Two years. Two years after? The hole just past camp? Mm-hmm. I had a Denali that was leveled on like 34s. The water was halfway at my door when I drove through it.
0: When, when you'd have gone through that year before, it'd have been over your hood. Really? Dude and the Jeep went through there in 37s and it was on his doors. Jeez. Like it gets deep, deep. Now, here's the good thing though. You take your canoe, because <clears throat> if the river is up and it's flooded, there's a lake in there. You drop your canoe in and you paddle around the lake. That's the best damn squirrel hunt you ever done, son. You're just floating and shooting them out of the canoe, and they are everywhere. They got nowhere to go. There's no leaves in the trees. You watch it, and, and they can't get on the ground because it's water. Dude, we used to duck hunt in that lake, and the ducks will keep flying, and we'd motor up to one end of the lake with the trolling motor and cut it off and float the current back down just shooting squirrels out of the trees left side, left and right side of the lake.
2: Uh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a friggin' <laughs> blast, like dude. Yeah.
1: It's a friggin' blast. Plus, like William said, the camp itself there, just the camp. You think we take pretty much the guys that come to the squirrel hunts or the the small game hunts every year and throw them all in one camp for a, a night or two. You can't tell me that wouldn't be. That would be a blast.
2: It would be except for Steve Christian be shooting him from Tampa and we'd be in Georgia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned something about Steve Christian on the on the canoe trip this year. <laughs> We've never seen Steve Christian and uh, Chuck Norris in the same place. They're... That's not a coincidence. <laughs> I'm just saying
0: Steve Christian, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. He's a Renaissance man of sorts. And, uh, you know, and so this episode is going to get a few of these Steve Christian jokes mixed in there, but just to preface that, you got to understand the type of man that Steve is, uh, you know, God made the earth in seven days and
1: on the eighth day he
0: made Steve Christian. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. And then, yes. and then, uh, He's uh, not that old. He's just that wise. Um...
2: He's just that—he's just that talented and special. Yeah, right? He yeah, cut him right? out of his own mold. Yes, uh, yeah.
0: and then you know, like the Dosakis guy; those are all Steve Christian's stories. He told him one time around a campfire. He's not really yeah. the most interesting <laughs> man in the world. <laughs> <a> Steve stories.
1: <laughs> it was once said that Steve Christian could slam a revolving door. <laughs> What what was the story you were telling about Steve shooting the squirrels that he shot with his musket? So he
2: was shooting them from a gas station parking lot that was two miles away from a WMA. He said, "I'm going to shoot that squirrel over there." I, I, I stopped at the gas station to get breakfast. I seen Steve stand there, and he's got his his muzzleloader out. His was it 30, 32 caliber thirty two caliber
0: flintlock muzzleloader flintlock yeah. muzzleloader
2: long old barrel on this thing. Steve says, "Yeah, I'm going squirrel hunting. So I'll see you out there." He said, "No, I'm going to stay right here." What do you mean you stay right here? Said, WMA was two miles down the road. He goes, "Yeah, I'm going to shoot that squirrel right there." So boom. I said you hit a squirrel over there. He says, "Yeah, go get that thing." <laughs> Drive down there right at the gate of the WMA. There's a dead squirrel
0: with a note on it. That said from Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, this all this this whole this whole thing started with Steve telling his own true story about. Uh, when he went out to a WMA last year and nature called and he went to answer. And then uh, when he was out there answering nature, he realized, look at that little tomato bush. And he realized he answered the call of nature in the same spot he had the year before and took his own tomatoes back to the house and replanted the tomato bush.
1: You can't make this up. No. (laughs) I didn't realize that was a true story. (laughs) (laughs)
2: the greatest thing
1: ever, dude. It's a true story. Sit tight. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. As we move through life, it's inevitable that we're going to find ourselves needing trusted advice from legal counsel, from business transactions to real estate, lawsuits to contract matters. We all need advice and assistance from time to time. Attorney Roman Hammis multi-state law practice focuses on litigation, business law, and real estate. Roman helps individuals and business owners find solutions to their legal problems. If push comes to shove, Roman is an experienced litigator with extensive trial experience and the ability to take it all the way. He's been named Super Lawyer every year from 2016 to present. A distinction given to only 5% of practicing lawyers. Most importantly, Roman is an avid hunter, angler, conservationist, and proud supporter of the UPO nation. When you need dependable legal counsel, call Roman. 407-680-6050 or 843-324-1727 or email roman at roman v Hammes.com. that's r o m a n at r o m a n v h a m m e s dot com offices florida and south carolina
3: oh oh so <laughs> tonight hey
1: we, we we were sitting on uh day 5 we were sitting on the river bank like after everybody lo- loaded up and there was a whiskey bottle floating down the river and I said, <laughs> I said I said look at that there's a note for Steve Christian in that thing <laughs> you got a text message Steve <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: he uh so tonight you'll you'll be regaled of tales of trips past and the swanee river trip and probably some small game hunting stories mixed in with some steve christian jokes uh before we go any further though i'm your host will krebs i got jordan here with me tonight i'm here let's get it and we've got the man who gives the best compliments
1: mr jake bigby (laughs) (laughs) that was also here thank you guys that was also found out on the trip that jake is literally the best at complimenting a man without making it feel gay i mean he it could be Completely off color, but you're nothing but appreciative of what Jake told you.
0: I was trying to explain it to my wife earlier in the car, and we were going to get dinner. She just couldn't couldn't wrap her head around it.
1: Like 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 Jake will give you a compliment, and you will have to think about it for a minute. And you're give, like, give me a
0: compliment, Jake. What do you got? Oh, you got beautiful eyes, Will. Well, that was a little bit far, but
1: <clears throat> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, look at them. You got just a little bit a little bit of crow's foot in there. You get some twinkle in there. I like him. See? But. See, it was fucking it, weird shit,
0: wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it came back around, huh? Yeah, yeah. Come, here, come back around and get you on the rear end. It is what yeah. it is.
1: Not, not literally, but. Not literally, no. Yeah. No. But uh, no, I told him on the trip. We were halfway through the trip, and I was like, you know what? Jake, I've never been complimented by a man. And then. Like thought about it for a second and genuinely appreciated getting a bit of a, a compliment that was that deep from another man.
2: <laughs> well, you're welcome, Jordan. <laughs>
1: get,
0: <laughs> I, bet I can make feel good about get somebody. It done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so you were on the first three years ago. You started. Well, I guess we really under pressure outdoors has really only been hosting the Swanee trip for the last two years. Uh, now we that, hosted it for the that was we, that was still the the first year you went Oh, still that BHA us. yeah still BHA yeah. so uh, there was a time when we were a lot more heavily involved with BHA um, and especially um, Jim and then he decided to step away from BHA and we all got involved more heavily with Under Pressure Outdoors and when he left they didn't want to continue the Suwannee River trip it's a lot of it really is a lot of planning and work that goes into that to yeah. facilitate that trip. Uh, So, very understandable. But we decided to pick up and move forward with it. And last year,
1: the first year we hosted it, the year you were on it had... Man, there might have been eight guys. And and it was, I I floated, I was in our canoe by myself. Yeah. And I, I just didn't, I didn't think forward to, I packed light, but I didn't pack a cooler. And I didn't bring like a bunch of beer and stuff. And uh, I brought a bottle of uh, Crown. That was it. We got it at the Ducks Unlimited banquet prior to going on yeah. that trip. <laughs> and uh, But I still had a really good time. Like, you know, whether I got to interact with everybody or not, I still got that same feeling of... I did three-day the first year. I still got that same feeling of just complete escape. Yeah. Right? And uh, I told William, I was like, you have to come have to come next year
0: the whole reason i didn't go the first year is because i literally just started a job they went in may that year as well and i started it like march but didn't start working at the office i'm at now until april whole first month of the job i was in training and i was like dude i've been here like three weeks man i can't <laughs> right. i can't yeah. just go can't on this trip right now yeah uh, so I didn't go, and I really I I hated not going because you, like, you said you had a blast. So the next year I was like, I'm going, full five days.
1: That was your first year last year too, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, and I did the three-day last year. I was like, I'm not doing the three-day next year. Yeah. Got to do the whole trip or nothing. Yeah. You know, Which is
1: kind of crazy because a lot of the guys that did the five-day last year did the three-day this year. I wouldn't say a lot. Well, uh, a Mike, lot. Oh, well it was uh, Mike and Mel. My,
0: Mike and Mike and uh, Mike and Al, 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 yeah,
1: they chose a three day trip and they brought
0: extra people with them.
1: But Mel also brought it to our attention that uh, Mike's the one that bitched out of the five day.
0: Mike was the one, or Al, or Al. 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 Al, Al. Sorry, yeah. Okay.
1: Mel brought it to our attention that M- Mike was the one that, or Al, Al. I keep getting that wrong. Al was the one that bitched out. He's like, I would have done three, the five day.
0: <laughs> he said, he will do the seven or the ten. Yeah, he's well, in all the way.
2: Al's got him a sweet canoe to do it with next year. He's got outriggers, no. fish pole holders, and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. Jake started the cano- the trip with a canoe, and then left without it. How did they get it strapped down to the?
2: I don't know because they were they were at the, sorry, on the uh, they three were at Lafayette, Lafayette Blue. We yeah. went to the to the starting point. So I don't. I did have ratchet straps with them because the two ratchet straps they used to tie it to the truck. I used to tie the outriggers to the canoe. So they did have ratchet straps.
0: Tell us about your outriggers.
2: Uh, they were <laughs>
0: <laughs> an ingenious design, yeah. is what they were. It, Get up it on it the was microphone, a Pretty again. good design.
2: So, what I did was I took a piece of two-inch by two and a half rectangle tube aluminum, and I cut it seven feet long. Two pieces at seven feet, and then I took my coolers, and I drilled through the top of the coolers into the sides of them, and put through bolts, and bolted all that together. And then I strapped that to the canoe, and it sounds like a really stupid design, but it worked and it worked
1: flawlessly. <laughs> Dude, you guys That's were t- literally like walking around, standing on top of the cooler that one, was in the middle I, of the. I, I say at one point, I'm pretty sure Matt was standing.
0: So these coolers on the outside are like cheapo Walmart. Yeah, they're Eagle the, coolers. The, the, the cheapest coolers that Walmart had. And then uh, I look back at one point, and Matt is standing on top of the Yeti 45, which is sitting on top of a platform. In the canoe, fishing. Just standing up there. I'm like, this man got him a tuna tower and everything on that canoe. Now, now mind
2: you, Matt is a 250-pound man. And then there was 140 beers on the canoe at that point with about 120 (laughs) pounds of ice and our gear and food. So we were weighed down, and he's still up there, and the outrigger's just keeping us up and going, baby. It was was sweet. I remember (laughs) when they put
1: the canoe and got it strapped in, Jake got in the canoe and, like, was you and Matt were in the canoe? Yeah, it was me and Matt. Yeah. and, I made him and Jake was mom. like vigorously shaking the canoe as hard as he could. Water never came anywhere near going over the sides of that canoe. Me and you almost died in our canoe. We did
0: <laughs> coming out of that that one uh, that one swift water. Well, there. The, I
1: mean, the first time we hit those rocks in the rapids.
0: Yeah, that was a little sketchy, but not near as sketchy as that that swift water was. That day four. That was day four. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we hit that. We decided to go left everybody else went right we decided to go left and then we tried to come out of that current and it caught the back of the canoe and the canoe did a complete 180 in the river Ooh, well you, you couldn't have dude a my, hypodermic I, knee my, in my butthole, butthole after yeah. that my,
1: my butthole's still releasing from the pucker on that
2: <laughs> i'll tell you that particular rapid it didn't matter if you went left or right because me and matt tiffins went to the right and we got to the other side and i think it said i think we're good matt and all of said, "Whoop!" We're spun around. Said, like, "Good thing we got outriggers." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, William was like, "That was scary." I was like, "You don't know scary." I was in the back of the canoe, so like, I watched everything yeah. happen. Yeah. And the water was literally level with this with the top of the sides of the canoe. Oh yeah! Like, all
2: we did was get turned around. We had the outriggers. We we were still no, seven no. eight we, inches above water. We're, no, we we're, we're, were treading, treading all the death. camera gear, yeah, <laughs> and everything else <laughs> in that
3: canoe. <laughs>
0: Mm. So, you think you're going to be able to make a YouTube video out of that?
1: Yeah, I'm going to. I can't. I'll be busy this next week with filming and uh, the crawfish pool, but a week after that, I'm going to start throwing everything together.
0: It'll all come together for too long. I'm not yeah. too worried about it. Something yeah. finally put It's something
1: definitely going to be. Uh, I've watched majority of the footage. I would suggest that you don't allow, unless your children have heard cuss words. Uh, I would suggest that you don't allow your children to watch it. Yeah, but uh, if you're thinking about the Swanee trip, you can't you're... get
0: the beep 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 beep. beep in there. Oh,
1: dude, you wouldn't hear any audio. <laughs> I, I <laughs> sound like I, a Jerry... I... Sound like a Jerry Springer show. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I said, uh, somebody said on that trip that Jerry Springer died. Was it you? Mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm jealous of him because he actually got to meet the West Virginia Ninja.
2: <laughs> ninja Steve <Yeah.
1: laughs> Oh man oh, don't Diamond, go Dave. Ninja. Diamond, Diamond Dave, Dave. That's yeah. what Diamond Dave Diamond Dave Yeah Don't go ninja No it don't need ninja
2: got that Copernagian <laughs> can Just watch out Yeah Regular, regular, regular can, can of backer. backer No,
0: no sir Ninja <laughs> star yeah.
1: He said you grab Your ninja Numb chucking handles He's got a set of uh, A jump rope In his hand Yeah Walking through the trailer park.
0: <laughs> he said, Don't hold that in front of your face, baby. Remember what happened last time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But so we started out day one and that is with the with the route we took this year uh is almost fifteen miles. Which is where the phrase in the trip that that stuck for the whole trip was coined. That everything was about a mile, mile and a half, give or take about a half mile <laughs> away. <laughs> you get asked how much further to camp enough. I did
2: use that at work today, <laughs> too, by the way. so when what do you think you would have this done, Jacob? said, oh, week, week and a half, give or take half week. <laughs> <laughs> That's anywhere from, what's that? A
0: half a week to two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: threw it out there somewhere towards the end of the month, too. So I got, I got a whole month out of the deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, who? So the first day, uh, the Swanee claimed her victim. Last year, it claimed Tristan three times and some of Tristan's gear, and then Tristan and Adam together and a lot of Adam's gear. Yeah. And this year, it just tried, decided to take a whole canoe with it. Uh, in the form of a nice hole in the bottom.
1: Yeah, dude, this year, aside from the canoe, we speak about it claimed Tristan three times last year. Tristan sailed effortlessly. Well, he fell,
0: he flipped once when he hit a rock on the first day.
2: Tristan did not sail effortlessly. Effortlessly. Effortless. Oh, yeah, 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 mean, you know, <laughs>
1: minus the day where you guys had to tow him like he, <laughs> 10 miles. I, mean, I guess
2: he did. Yeah. It was very effortless
0: for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: His 15 miles was very effortless.
0: If you ask him, he paddled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same way with me and Jordan on the first day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but... <clears throat> and then after that, it's, it's pretty much smooth sailing. Just like it was last year.
1: The first day, is. Yeah. was... Dude, I tell you, even that day where we went the extra five miles, I, I it felt like this year that that extra five miles was absolutely nothing compared to last year.
0: Well, it wasn't freaking raining. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's probably part of it. Uh, and then
0: stopping off at Troy Springs, which is in my opinion one of the coolest springs. <sighs> Just in sheer depth. Cuz that the spring we jumped into was pretty deep, but the way it, it but it kind of dropped off like a normal spring. It kind of oh, funneled yeah, down I was to the middle. say
1: Troy Springs is like you can literally from the mount from from where it hits the swanee to the spring itself you can you could literally walk the whole way if you're tall, I say it's like chest deep on me, and I'm six one yeah, five foot even if you're five foot, you can still yeah
0: anyway uh but it is it's shallow all the way up there, and then you get up to the edge and it's just a straight drop eighty something feet down to the bottom
1: and you can't even see the bottom,
0: yeah. It was, it was wicked. I, I bet if the sun was directly overhead, you could.
1: I don't know, man. It was dang near black. I mean, but I tried to swim down as deep as I could, and Chris was like, you swam really deep. And I was like, dude, my my ears hurt so bad. By the time I got anywhere down near the bottom, as deep as I went, I went until my ears, I couldn't take the hurt in my ears anymore. I didn't, pop, I didn't try to pop them, so I probably could have gone deeper, but...
0: But... The coolest part about that spring, though, come to find out afterward when I Googled uh, to figure out how deep it was, I stopped on the spring run going in and stood on some wood that was on the bottom. Didn't think anything of it, and I was talking to Chris. And then uh, swam on, got the spring, dollar our swim and stuff, and then get in a canoe and go back. Well, the wood that I stopped and stood on was the remains of a Confederate steamship that was scuttled in the mouth of the springs during the civil war to avoid capture. And I was like, that's wicked cool. Just a piece
1: of history. Just right down the bottom of the Swanee river. But you think like, I'm sure that's all over the river, but I would like say that. that stuff's gotta be all over that river, man. Cause you think like that, that train bridge is in the middle of the river that rotates. It was literally there. Like it rotates because they were taking Steamships. Steamships. Yeah. Up that river, like it had to move so they could get a steamship underneath that river or underneath that bridge. Which is just crazy. I I would love to have
0: seen that area in the time when they were using it to, using the river to ship stuff up and down. Yeah. Which I'm sure it had a lot to do with logging.
1: Yeah, and if you think, though, anywhere where there's some kind of decent amount of civilization there's a spring. Yeah. Like a, a good sized spring. Yeah. So not only were they there were people that were settled in those areas and that's how those that's how those areas have civilization now but they were strictly settled there because of that spring and they were getting rations from those ships that were coming up the river.
0: But well yeah the railway too I'm sure brought stuff in but But the railway came in after the ships. That's one of those places that feels, I bet it did, well, to an extent. Anyway, it's one of those places that feels, still feels wild. Yeah. Because you, I mean, as soon as it starts feeling really wild, you turn the corner and there's a dock. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's that's, that's
2: ways down the river, though. Yeah. Yeah. That, That first stretch of that river is, that's wilderness. Uninhabited. Uh, that first stretch is just wild.
0: Yeah. But I want that little cabin that was for sale for what was it
1: eight hundred. Eight hundred thousand with like a hundred and what five acres? Yeah. With a house. I mean it was a cabin, but it to me that's a house. It's a tiny little thing, but you make it work. I'd it live be, there.
2: Put me an eight by ten shed on 150 if you that's a house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's a house. <laughs> yeah. But man, I I love that trip. I look forward to it next year. And I, I almost don't want to do go 20 miles north and then end at Lafayette Blue just because I uh, don't want to have to do the 15-mile day on, like, the third day in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for getting it out of the way right off the bat or not doing it at all.
1: Man, I don't know because – if you go twenty miles north and We may be able to go further. I don't I don't know what the camps are. We're just talking about going twenty miles north where we have started. That is still twenty miles north of a river that is uninhabited. You get two more days of yeah. literal complete uninhabited river. Well,
0: I mean not really. There's Swanee River Music Park yeah, and
1: Yeah, but there's not like Right. A bunch of houses and stuff. You have the, the Swanee River Music Park. Right. But
0: But I'm also going all the way, before going all the way to the top and sleeping on the dang bank every night.
1: I Like Jake said, I slept the best on the bank.
2: Oh, I slept like a baby. <laughs> Especially on the last night, man. I slept great right there. Yeah, right on the water. Oh, you, know. you were
0: like hanging off the edge of the cliff right there. Yeah, it was were perfect. <laughs> yeah. I was
2: a little scared that I was gonna forget to get forget which side to get out on and fall down,
0: <laughs> fall down the bank. <laughs> <way,
1: you know? laughs> get
0: up in
2: the middle
1: of the night to pee. We just here. left. Yeah, we're all looking for Jake, and we was like, "Where's Jake?" And Jake yells, "He's like 120 yards down the bank where everybody is camping." So I walked up there. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Look at this view." And I like look past the hammock. I'm like, "Okay, yeah." You're right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're in a good
0: spot. No, the best part was when you came back, he's like, there was no room. And you're like, but you could from this tree to that tree, from here to there. He's like, yeah. I but the I- view. <laughs> but the view, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't
2: look at you, mugs, or I look at this beautiful river.
0: <laughs> and then, But I did, you know, I guess I just didn't sleep close enough to Matt. Or maybe it's just that spot on the river, but he's over there all night.
1: He. <sighs> he. <sighs> 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 Dude, I told you before <laughs> that. <laughs> Did I did. I came up late one night when Matt was already in bed, and I got in my canoe. and All I could hear is Matt, "Hey, hey. and I'm like, "God, that's almost worse than Matt snoring." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what scared me
0: though was when he first fell asleep. He's like, <sighs> "I'm like, is he dying over there?" In that or what?
1: <laughs> He's having an asthma attack in his yeah. sleep. Yeah.
2: Chris CPR. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's a goner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh, talking about the lost, and co- tonight, lost
0: Column.
1: Yeah, go get your beer.
0: Uh, but the Swanee River trip is really just one of the events we do
1: throughout the year. Man, I tell you what, it, it it's nice. I love that. I I don't know. I haven't heard of any other podcasts or pages that uh I don't want to say give. I guess technically we try to give back. Right? But by giving back, we're saying that we are trying to host events to get with our listeners. Right. On a personal level. Right. And that's just to me that's cool as shit. I love that, man. We've made more almost literal family out of our listeners that come to these events than anything.
0: I think now, four seasons in, I know more people because they listen to the podcast... That I know of people that I know that listen to the podcast. Does that make sense? Like people I knew before we started that listen yeah. versus people that I've met who listen because they show up to events, they come out to pick up garbage, they've shown up to small game hunts, they come to the crawfish boil, they go on the Swanee River fishing trip. Yeah. Which the fishing was absolute garbage this year.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, that water was so low. That it, it not only was the fishing garbage, but there was so much paddling because the river just was. It was a slow, slow moving river. Yeah, and you get that headwind, and every time Steve Christian get off the water, that headwind would hit us,
1: dude. I, I mean, hear me out. You that called was, it, yeah. That, <laughs> you, you called that, it day, day five. The headwind hit us, and I said, "This this headwind just started because Steve Christian just got off the river," and Chris was like, "Hey, look at your watch. What time is it?" I said, "It's 825. 25. And so we get up to the ramp on day five where we're pulling out, and I said, Hey, Steve. He's down at the bank helping us get everything. What time did you get off the water? He said, Ah, uh, somewhere around 8 yeah. <laughs> I said, I knew
2: it. I could tell when he got to camp because that headwind would hit us dead on. Yeah. One o'clock on, we're just in a, de- in a headwind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, but no.
0: So well, you've heard us talk in the past about sturgeon jumping.
3: Mm,
2: okay. Oh,
3: I okay. got, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Me and Jordan had one jump and land like two foot from the canoe. Uh, but uh, old Chris Stapleton over here got a nice... Chris up. Staple-Dum. Chris, Chris Staple-Dum. Stapledum. Yeah. <laughs> Get it <a>, right, buddy. <laughs> got a nice uh, up-close
2: encounter with one. So we're kind of drifting, just kind of floating along and getting ready to do some fishing. And all of a sudden this splash comes. And I look, and there's just this huge silver fish flopping. Right over my lap. It comes from the left side of my canoe, right over the top of my lap. Waves, it says, Steve said, to check on you. It comes down on the right side and slaps the canoe with its tail. And I'm not lying when I say that we had to pull over to the bank so I could regain my composure. That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I am not lying. Because you just... You're just on the river and everything's nice and calm. and Then all of a sudden, there's this big water explosion. Five
1: foot fish. <laughs> there's a five
2: foot fish flopping in your face, <laughs> slapping your canoe, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> and then it's done with before you can even register what's happening.
0: <laughs> Old Chris was the dang uh, sturgeon magnet in that canoe by himself, though. Man, dude, I was watch. I watched that one jump. It had to be. had to almost touch his canoe when it landed. But he had them all over him the first three days. Seems like after the first three days when the river got a little wider, they just kind of died off. They weren't yeah, as active.
2: except for that one that except jumped for right for over
1: my that, lap. Yeah. They weren't as active. But Dude, the, that meme I shared, because Chris came prepared to fish. Brought, what, like seven poles? And I shared a meme in the group chat the other day that it was like, so-and-so, it was uh, Tiger Woods, and it said, like, this guy that brought $1,000 worth of fishing gear and didn't catch anything is that me fishing with a Snoopy pole and hot dogs catching <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 pounders I was like that's Jake that is literal Jake and Chris like Jake or Chris brought an insane amount of fishing gear and Jake's got these little what like 3 foot poles
2: yeah 3 foot $20 poles I bought from Walmart and Beetle Spins for $1.50
0: <laughs> how many Swanee bass did you catch None. Oh, you didn't, <laughs> catch, you didn't catch any. That
2: one I had on the string it was Matt Tippins, <laughs> but he caught it on a beetle spin. He did catch it on a beetle spin.
0: And Chris caught How many swanee bass?
1: None. Chris did. <laughs> didn't catch anything. So Jake what, got bluegill.
2: What's funny about that meme, though, is my wife goes, "Look at this. They're making fun of you for your fancy fishing poles, and they're not making fun of me,
3: honey. I'm, I'm the fat guy with the, with the bullet." <laughs>
1: like, I'm the one with the Snoopy pulling the hot
0: dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I did learn this year? Because the first year, last year I went, I took a little uh, Shimano micro light, little like four and a half foot rod spinning reel. It's for trout fishing streams. And I couldn't really get a good, I I thought last year that I couldn't get a good cast on it. And I was going to bring a bigger pole this year where I could really like wing it out there a little better. Maybe throw some bigger, uh, throw some jigs and stuff like that. Dude, those little poles are the way to go. Especially on a canoe, man. Yeah.
2: Everything's so tight. Those pole, little poles are the way to go.
0: Well, the thing is, too, is like we're constantly moving downriver. You don't have spot lock on your canoe. So when you need to cast backwards, like backhand cast at something without turning around, trying to wing that whole six-and-a-half or seven-foot rod backwards is a pain in the butt. But that yeah. little four-foot pole to wing back at a tree and reel it back to the side of the canoe. Well, yeah. You
2: know, and, the, and then you got the trees that hang over, so you're always moving your poles out of the trees. Yeah, you don't got to worry about it with a little three foot pole. It's just, it's a little
0: three foot pole. It's yeah, it was never in the way of anything. Never. Yeah. No, it was perfect. I definitely won't. Make it doesn't get shut
1: in year. people's cooler lids.
0: Yeah, it doesn't get shoved in people's yeah, cooler yeah, lids. Because yeah, yeah. the edge broke off. <laughs> Oh, I put 15-pound test on that sucker when I relined that other pole that I brought. It's coming back next year with some some good heavy braid on it. With vengeance. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully the
1: river's up next year. A little higher. I mean, I feel like everybody we ran into was like, yep, fish ain't doing shit. Everybody, man. No.
0: So you know what was cool? No, listen to this. Steve Miller posted in the group like day three or day four on the river and oh, then somebody yeah. who I have no idea who it is. We know who it was it on, was the two well
1: we know now it
0: was the two people that were in that john boat. Well yeah, but yeah. I still don't know his name. I don't know how he ended up in the group, but then he took a picture of us going down the river and commented on that with he's like saw you guys and I was like who the
1: Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. We still got to comment back to him. Yeah. Haven't done that yet. And jump on there. Later tonight, maybe, and comment
0: back to him. But, dude, it just the, the community we built is further reaching, especially in that group, than across the state of Florida for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. We
0: realize, and it's it's fun. I, next year, you know. So last year we had seventeen or eighteen people, I think, and then this year we had twenty or so people pay to go on. I don't remember how exactly how we many had showed like up.
1: 24 people go and 20 people, sh- or 24 people pay and like 20 people showed up. Yeah. You always have those people that pay and then can't make it. Right. Last minute crap, but. Yeah. You go, and then the next year you pay, and you don't have a, hey, I paid, but I can't show up. Like, right, if you pay and you actually go, the next year you're like, Something comes up, and you're like, sorry, I'm going to miss that. I'm, I'm going to be on 20.
0: <laughs> you're exactly right. It don't matter what's going on. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. Can you hold that baby in for like five more days? Yeah. don't matter. Yeah. I, I'll sign
2: the birth certificate when I get back, honey. I'll see yeah.
0: you. <laughs> um, but next year, I really think we're going to have to like put a cap on it. At like 20 guys, and then when the spots are full, the spots are
1: full. 20 seemed about right because it, it kind of filled up each camp.
2: Yeah. I don't know how you could handle any more, to be honest with you. Like, that's that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I told William, I I said that I, I say what we plan because, like, William said a lot of planning went into this. And fortunately, but not fortunately, for a fair majority of the planning, I uh, didn't technically have a daytime job so I was able to like make calls and do all this stuff to like get the planning, which make it made it a little bit easier on us. But there is an absolute piss ton of planning that goes into this. I don't know how you'd plan more than more than twenty guys, but we plan our twenty. And if somebody else wants to come, hey bro, get with a couple other guys, a few other guys, call the outfitter, plan it yourself. You're more than welcome to join us. Right, but you're planning your trip on your own,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had to have three vans come this year to get everybody. Yeah, we rode you know back, we
0: mean? rode back in a Ford Expedition, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> I gotta
2: use his personal car to get you guys, yeah. Hey, you man. <laughs> I told
1: William on the way back, like, no, dude, guys, the, the nicest guy you'll ever meet, man. Yeah. A, a genuine great guy, right? If you're gonna go on the Swanee. You have to use the Swanee Canoe Outpost. Yeah, they are just a jam up outfit, but none of their vehicles have AC. But you didn't need it, man, dude. Well, in the the expedition, we didn't. We had all the four
0: windows down,
1: and he had his sunroof open.
0: Yeah, and dude, it was the the air was just so cool and crisp coming back through there. And now, what was great about it though was that riding with him he was like oh yeah so if you turn left here instead of going straight that'll take you down to peacock slough if you turn here that'll take you down to that spring you stopped at you turn there it'll take you here where you're yeah. at it right was like having river. a tour guide the yeah. whole way back like
1: yeah he, yeah he was just it was cool he was giving us all kinds of directions on where to go if you were in the roads i couldn't tell you now how to go no, to those I places either. <laughs> but he gave it to us i mean he is genuinely just a, a jam up guy
2: well, I, I do want to take my kids on a part of that trip anyway. I'm thinking maybe stay a night somewhere, stop at Convict Springs to get picked up to the next camp. So maybe I'll get a hold of him and help him have him help me plan that out.
0: Absolutely, man. Let's I do like well, one-nighter with the kids. You know? So, well, i say if you wanted to do a two-nighter, what I would do is put in it at Lafayette Blue, go to Peacock Slough because it's a short trip, and then Peacock Slough to Convict Springs. Convict Springs back there. to the – yeah. Yeah.
1: And I guarantee you, if, because uh, like I said, he's a jam up guy. I guarantee you, if you call him and you're like, hey, I got my kids. This is what I want to do. He'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll pick you up. Yeah.
2: I guarantee you I they'd enjoy it, but they would not enjoy a three five day, whole day, three day that, yeah. or 15 mile like, paddle. No, I'm done, Dad. Get me <laughs> off this thing.
0: I haven't, I haven't looked at my toenails in a minute. Mine no, are still, still not brown. Yeah. <laughs> orange from the tannic stain of the water.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it, my, Top of my
0: feet still got the
1: little crock holes. They're, yeah. They're just stained. I got back and my girlfriend's like, holy shit, you got tan. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I went through four bottles of sunscreen, too. 30 SPF is a ticket, dude. I was brown.
0: I'm still brown. Yeah. I don't have tan lines anymore. I still have a tan line where my watch was. Was? Well,
1: yeah. Because you don't have it anymore. That's another thing, Swanee claimed. Yeah,
0: Swanee claimed my nice Sunto watch. Oh, it almost
1: claimed your straw hat, but luckily those
0: people... I wasn't really concerned about the $12 straw hat. That's why I wasn't like, turn around and go
1: get it. I was like, I wasn't going to (laughs) even... You would have been the only one battling back for your (laughs) hat. (laughs) I looked at it and I said, that's a goner. Yeah, I was like, I can't get that now. (laughs) The
0: wind dude, it stayed on my head the entire trip. Jordan's is blowing off his head and catching it to his neck.
1: Yeah, I, I had a strap around mine. You didn't have yours. No, he started And didn't it, yours say like salt to taste or
3: something on the Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it says
1: it says like made in China. Something else, and then at the bottom of the tag it says add salt for taste. Add butter for taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, add butter for taste, yeah. It's,
2: it's slick anyway, man. That's what's flying off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put a little bit too much butter on it. I was prepping it <laughs> just in case Jake had all our raw hamburger meat.
2: <laughs> I do appreciate you guys cooking the hamburger meat for me this year. I really appreciate No, that. you still ate some raw hamburger <laughs> no, meat. No, I had to try it yeah. to make sure it seasoned the, right.
0: The look on Jake's face when... When Steve Miller handed him that ball of screwball, and he drank it, and I said, "Matt," Matt's, like, <laughs> Matt's looking at me, and I, I said, and he goes,
1: "Oh, Jake, yeah, you drink whiskey? whiskey. You got to add some backstory to this." So, what'd you tell Matt before the trip?
2: I told Matt Tippins, which I've already said, as a big man, that if I Brick catch him me drinking whiskey, yes, yeah, Brick Lester, he's Brock Lester's cousin. <laughs> I so, said, so you catch me drinking whiskey, just knock me out, man. I, I can't be doing, I get dumb on beer enough anyway, I can't do whiskey too. <laughs> He's like, all right, I got you. Then, was it the last day or the day before the last day, Steve hands me a bottle of Screwball.
1: It was uh, the day we passed Mr. Swanee's house, so the day before yeah, the last day. Yeah, we were day. at
2: that spring by Mr. Swanee's house. Yeah. So he hands me this bottle of liquor, and I grab it, and I take a big old swig. And I thought it was vodka. <laughs> yeah. Then I hear a wheel chirping, and I turn around and I see Matt heading towards me. I'm like, "Well, hold on, man, that don't count." <laughs> He's like, "I thought it was vodka. Never mind. That's vodka. It's not whiskey.
0: I swear it's vodka." I was like, "No, buddy, that's whiskey. <laughs>
2: I want to keep my Steve Harvey's in my mouth, man.
3: Don't do it." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, so we
1: we spoke about Lafayette Blue. La- lafayette blue is where all of the the steve christian stuff started
0: did it start at lafayette blue or no, it started at it peacock started, Slough. It, it was at peacock
2: slew because it was nope. the night lafayette at the blue is
1: camp. lafayette blue's prior to peacock it, Slough. so it started at lafayette blue because that's where at lafayette blue that's where steve said that he grew the tree he planted and grew the tree that he carved his own gunstock from, oh yeah yes. that he then <laughs> yes. shot the
2: squirrel, and you know what it's probably true that he grew that tree It <laughs> well, yeah, probably he, it is. he you know? used
0: the he used the wood shavings to make the potash where he used his urine to make the black powder that he used it to shoot that <laughs> the squirrel <laughs> that lock with yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got we got to to night four, and uh last year it was just a big washout on the bank, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Man.
0: No, here's what's funny is we're coming up to that and Jordan's like, "I think that's it." I'm like, "No, dude, that's not it. We're not that's said that's not safe. We're not climbing up there cuz it was like nasty steep." I was like, "I'll just find somewhere At else. this point
1: I'm ready to get the fuck off the river. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. And then we come around the corner and then
0: Oh. Ah, There's a al- big aluminum, aluminum staircase. <laughs> stairs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's it. Yeah. That's the spot." <laughs>
1: we're like, "Steve, Steve paddled past Peacock's Lou. And then or just Adam's track, yeah. yeah, paddled past Adam's track, and then just waved his hand, and uh, the stairs just appeared in the washout. <laughs> he took like you know like Steve Go just ahead. took a little a little like handful of Swanee water and flung it at the bank, and the <laughs> stairs <laughs> stairs Steve appeared. Said, Let there
2: be stairs. Yeah. <laughs> there were stairs.
1: <laughs> we were talking about how it was welded together. I said Steve just took the aluminum and. Rubbed his finger across the joints and a weld appeared.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But it's a hell of a trip, dude. And so next week you guys are going to get tales from the Swanee, which I still have not pulled four days worth of audio off of these little mics we've got that we carried with us. And uh, some music. We were serenaded well by the uh, Andy uh, and Steve Miller. Andy and Ben, yeah, and Steve
1: Miller. Steve Miller ben, signed. Yeah. Uh, so Andy and Ben <laughs> played the guitar, but mainly, Ben serenaded us. Yeah, and Ben killed it.
0: Not only did they play the guitar, they tore the guitar up. Son. Yeah,
1: I got to steal some audio from you because Ben at one point took seminal wind, and then added his own Swanee kick to it, and threw us and threw part of us into it. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's going into the YouTube video. Yeah, at least the audio. at it, At it, 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 the beginning, it's going to play that <laughs> Swanee Wind.
2: So I think those guys had so much fun with us that they angered the people that paid them to take them out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that those people were. I think that's why they they, they played that uh, piano music all night. It's because they had kept us up with, with the I people I never heard they piano music. When, you heard we were piano? down by the river. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they were up in the camp. Yeah, everybody's complaining about it. Justin and Matt were telling me, oh, yeah, they played they played piano music all night long, just as loud as they could.
1: No, that was at Adam's track where they played that. Mm-mm. It was Peacock's nope. Lou. Uh, Let me steal the pink. of Gene
0: was complaining about it. But I don't know, man. Some people just you don't like this? the nature
1: sounds. Jake started the Swanee trip with Kobe Hang-A-Long Cut. See what he's on now, Stokers. Stokers. Stokers,
2: where it's at, man. It's where it's at. Way Stokers, cheaper. where it's at. Way
1: cheaper. The flavor's just as good.
2: Well, I don't, I don't particularly
1: like that one. Try the uh, natural fine cut. Yeah, that's probably more my style. That's so, got a little
2: more molasses flavor yeah, than I
1: like. So this, their their long cut is like an extra long cut. Their fine cut is like your regular. Long cut, like a Copenhagen long. No, 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 no. Their their fine cut is like a regular, like uh, what Copenhagen's straight long cut would be. It's not,
0: it's not fine like Copenhagen snuff. I
1: like, d- I d-
2: like I just, I really like the taste of Copenhagen. It's got that distinctive. Like all this stuff is just so. I don't know what to call it. So I call it molasses tasting. It's yeah, well, that's
0: what it is, thick molasses. And yeah. But man, I am looking forward to the crawfish bowl.
1: Oh, man.
0: Uh and then all the events we're gonna have next year.
2: You know what I'm looking forward to? Remember that dove hunt we went on? I'm not gonna name the WMA that turned into a great sniper. Oh over. yeah. See that's ah.
0: that'll be one of the ones we throw back in this year. Uh but we'll we'll throw that one back in. The one we went to after that, where we attempted to hunt and snipe, that one won't be on the list this year. It's a beautiful WMA, but it just didn't pan out. It's
1: it's never really panned out for me. I like I, I love being there. It's a beautiful WMA, but it's never kill pig, kill a pig there. Yeah, yeah I we mean we to- we might get a couple. We, you- we so next year we will have a Patreon, and that might our Patreon. If you pay for a Patreon, that might be where we get a few patreon guys together and you know you have four or five guys or something like that to go out there and try to shoot a pig right i don't think we would call it a small game hunt but right
2: last year i did great out there i think i got nine squirrels with that one last year this year i didn't get anything we got that pig but yeah so i did pretty good i mean for well i can't i wouldn't call a half a day hunt because we did go back out after lunch
1: that pig was last light though that yes I don't think I would bother going back out there in the morning. I think I would show up mid afternoon.
2: Then we went out there a couple weeks later and they caught the woods on fire around us. And we had to skedaddle. Did, Did you really? really? Yeah. Oh, you weren't there, were you? No. Yeah, me, Sydney, and, and Drew went out there and we were on that same fire break, right? Like we had followed their trail back up and we found where they were coming out of the swamp, coming across the one fire break, coming through another swamp, and then over that fire break where we shot that one. And I was like, dude, let's just go right back to where we were a couple weeks ago. Cause we like, this is their trail. I mean, it was beaten, beaten. Like, let's go right back to where we were. And we're sitting there. We sat there all day long. All of a sudden you start to see like that. When there's a fire, you kind of get the the, like the, heat waves. Waves, yeah. Yeah, the heat waves in there. I'm like, man, that looks like a fire up there at the end of the road. This gets a little bit bigger. I'm like, man, that looks like a fire. All of a sudden, we got ash falling. I'm like, whoa, dude, there's a fire here. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a helicopter coming in. with it. I was like, oh, it's probably
0: a control burn, right? Yeah. Then there's
2: a helicopter with a fire bucket. I'm like, I don't think that's control
3: burn no, anymore. These woods are on fire. It, uh,
0: <laughs> if it was a control burn, they wouldn't have it open to hunt. Well, they also wouldn't need a helicopter to bring water in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they,
1: they would already have dozers in there making fire breaks. Right, Yeah. I was like, oh, we got to go, boys.
2: And by the time I said that, you could see the flames coming over the fire brick. I was like, yeah, we got to go.
1: <laughs> you did some some firework, didn't you? Yeah. In uh, uh, Oregon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did some
2: wildland firefighting out there. It's a, it's a really cool job, and I highly recommend it to any young man.
1: Yeah. You just, there, you just guy. went out there as a... A young man Yeah, I was or Is that where years you grew older. up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I grew up in Falls, Oregon. But
0: so I'm looking forward to these small game hunts. We're, we're definitely stick with Seminole Force like we've done. That's, uh, That's a staple. Close the year out there in yeah. their in their last small game hunt, uh, which is what we've traditionally done. Um <clears throat> and then while I say close the year out there, we'll close out our, our Florida series there. Uh, but probably end up closing the year out
1: well. We went to Georgia before we, we ever did, not up we? in Seminole Forest. Yeah. We did. We so. could probably find somewhere towards the Panhandle to close it out a little. No, no, more. We'll see. Because, you know, I, we're pretty... Our people that show up are, are pretty centrally located, kind of where we are. But then we have listeners like Matt, who just become family. But Matt can't make it to any of our small game hunts because none of them are anywhere near him. Yeah, he's up in Panama City. So you move on towards like...
2: Was well, that Beach State Forest up there, isn't it? Well that's well, Point Washington. Got, uh, yeah, but Point you, Washington you could still
1: WMA, move it. I guarantee you if you moved it to somewhere towards Swanee County, Matt would show up. Yeah. Within a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. But it's doable.
0: And we'll we'll just spread them out a little bit. We've kind of I don't say wore out the WMAs. We've used the same ones a couple years in a row. Yeah. And hit their, their spots up, but I think we've kind of figured out which ones we really like and try
1: out some new ones this year. I, I think that we've honestly found that Like the Swanee trip, that a change of scenery for our folks is just a huge because, like we've said, like I said several times with Swanee this year, the Swanee we tend to get we don't get overly wild, but we tend to get a little, little rowdy, we get a little rowdy, but we get a little bit of rowdy because it's that as of right now, it's the one time a year where we host something out of town. And you get all these guys that deal with, you know, uh, well, th- their work and family, and then it's that one time where they get to get away and just be stressless for three to five days.
0: You get a bunch of dudes get to be get to be kids again. Yeah, we don't we don't have. Uh, we there was uh, a kid this year. He was nine.
1: He handled Frickin it. I mean, bruiser
0: man, dude. He yeah. was swimming through the caves. I'm like. An efficient fool, yeah. Oh, old Russ going to town, but man, I, whew, watching that boy swim there, I'm like, I know my kid would want to do it, but i will be freaking out right now. But he was, he had a blast, man. Dude, that fishing. Alex,
1: dude. Alex was like, just well, the, yeah. <laughs> Alex was the uh, probably one of the chillest people on the river with us. Yeah, <laughs> like Alex was just happy go lucky the whole I, time. I couldn't man.
2: shake that guy. Yeah. I couldn't shake him, he was just happier than you be all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's one of the things about the river, man. You you can't help but being happy on the yeah. river.
0: Unless you're just in the back of a canoe that doesn't actually have water in it, according to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I never
2: seen any water come out of that canoe either, so
0: <laughs> I saw him sit and stare straight ahead for several hours just Squeeze water over the side with his little rag. Go back in the bottom of the canoe. Squeeze water over the side with his rag. It was like But I'll tell you, yeah, it was life jacket <laughs> he
2: was on. on his ship, yeah. man. I'm, uh, he's on the Titanic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that rock was their iceberg. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: uh, but, but no, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If if the worst, you got to do. Is, is take, like, a microfiber cloth or a sponge and squeeze water out of your canoe every hour or so. Well, he was doing yeah. about every 10 minutes, but... I mean, what... Yeah, all well, you're getting, though, is a sponge it, the water. Now, it did have yeah. a
2: big old hole in it. And then, thank, thank goodness for Sid and Matt coming prepared. They had the duct tape. They And Nate got down there and duct taped it all up. Was it Nate that had the uh, flex cock? No, that was... Uh, Matt had brought flex seal. But Nate oh. Nate did this duct tape job that was absolutely beautiful. Did you guys see that duct tape job? No. no. Oh man, he could have it's like he learned how to do it in the nineteen forties when they invented duct tape, putting airplanes back together, oh. man. I mean, it was just flawlessly, seamlessly perfect. <laughs> Not a bubble in it anywhere. And they they covered it with the flex seal and I think if we would have let the flex seal set all the way up, it probably would have worked. Yeah. But we yeah. just got back in the water too quick.
1: That's yeah. why I said, once we got to Lafayette Blue, I said, if, if you can't get another canoe by Lafayette Blue, boy, we ran out of Flex Seal at that point, but but we probably could have got Al to bring some silicone or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, I said, if, if you give it time to set up overnight... A little bit of RTV, call it a day. Oh, dude, RTV? <laughs> the lights that are in the side of my boat are held in with nothing but RTV right now, and they're mint. I mean, I still need to bolt them in, but... They ain't going anywhere. RTV is uh that or 5, <laughs> fifty two well, hundred. Uh I saw a TikTok the other day said you can't you can't tell me that any man that uses fifty two hundred is scared of commitment. <laughs> 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 because fifty two hundred, you put like you, you could take this mud jug I got in my hand. And 5,200 it to the side of a fiberglass boat. And if you try to get the mud jug off. It's taking fiberglass. You're taking gel coat with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to what 2023 has, 2023, 2024 hunting season, what it has to offer. Yeah.
1: Oh, we got to mention, by the way, when this podcast comes out, what we are uh, into our uh, application dates.
0: That is that is the day to put in for most of your, your fall deer hunts. Yeah. Would be Monday, yeah. That's when it starts in Florida. So you put in your quote applications for your fall, your small, your little, your fall hunts, and uh, hopefully you get lucky. But if you don't, don't Speaking forget which, about redraws. Yeah. It's it's I on know the I'm uh, get lucky this
2: year because somebody did told me
0: that his little brother's
1: going to do the scouting. And no, no no, no, no. Don't <laughs> count on his. I mean,
0: <laughs> he'll look at it from the bank and go, "Looks
1: pretty good." And then You got to get it washed <laughs> the first not, day yeah. you get there. I'll be honest with you. I don't know how much scouting I'm going to be able to do this year with my filming because majority of that is going to take place during hunting season. So there may be months where we get a hunt and I'm out of town for most of the month except for when the hunt's if
0: I If I get that hunt again, I know where I'm going, and it's not where I killed that deer.
1: No, but... We got
0: lucky there, but I know where I'm going in there.
1: Yeah, I, there's also other places we need to scout there oh, too. Yeah. There could there could have been a lot more time spent scouting had I had the time. Yeah. And uh we both probably could have come across something Yeah, and, had we scouted more. But uh that hunt I think we want to turn into a group hunt this year. If we can. Yeah, if we, if more people will put in for it. We'll 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 uh tell our select few who I mean we love everybody that listens, but like we said, we have our uh our group of
0: I'm all for getting family. One of those little yeah. cabins right there. Yeah, we and have we ha,
1: we have our group of family per se that listens. Yeah. And and they'll get the the in, the inside for hey, put in for this. Well, we'll start doing that
0: when we get Patreon up and running good. We'll start putting up that stuff on Patreon too. Not necessarily that I'm going to, you know, facilitate and guide you on a hunt, but if you want to try and end up on a hunt with us, you'll know what yeah. dates we put in for where.
1: You're still going to need to put in your own scouting. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: but we'll we'll be more uh, public in that private space with where we're going when we're going but we'll catch you guys next week actually you guys got any closing thoughts where I let everybody go wait a minute Steve Christian joke Uh, now I'm on the spot sorry I'm trying to
1: think of one sorry (laughs) you're trying to think of Steve Christian jokes yep oh man
0: I'll I'll, I'll get one It'll, it'll come to me do you know that Bobcat over there is not dead Steve Christian just told stay there
2: did i tell the story about his bear skin rug no No. all right there we go now we got steve christian so steve i was staying at steve's house for a week right he comes home on a friday it's his bear skin rug wow steve that's that's a big old bear that's that's a nice rug got there yeah man thanks We are all weekend this bear's hanging out we're walking all over rubbing our feet on this bear skin rug Monday comes around and I'm packing up to leave. Steve had already gone to work and that bear jumps up. So, oh, shit, the bear's live. He said, "Hey, he go to work?" I said, yeah, it's good. I'm gone. Then that bear scattered out the door. He's just too scared to move. Cause Steve was still in the house.
3: Right. We'll catch you guys next week.